97.7 Studios. You are listening to the Lounge J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. CFOs and CEOs at times are not interested in delving into some of those things because you can't really see the ROI in three years. And I, what I loved about the session today is that, you know, we didn't say FROI, we kind of said yeah. FROI. I mean, it's just is to, to get out of that mindset. There are certain programs that you do because they're the right thing to do. And they're going to have longitudinal yes. value, but you're not going to see it in, you know, especially if you're at a plan that's underperforming. <laughs> I've had people say, well, we, we gave you we gave you $100,000 for, for that. It's not going to clear up all of our stars' mistakes. It's just like, no, it's just the culture here has been terrible for eight years. You know, I'm not going to clear that up with $100,000. We're not naming names. Tell us, tell us about, about your thoughts about that and just how you both are in industries where you're bringing something to the table, but that fall risk may be manifested. Someone starts in your program at 74. They don't have a fall, whereas they would have had a fall at 81 had they not, but you're not able to calculate that. Yeah, so this comes up a lot for us. We actually focus on a one-year ROI. Oh, okay, very nice. You can look at who has been falling and what I think a lot of plans don't realize So does someone have to have a fall to be eligible for... No, we we will work with a plan in a variety of different ways, but most plans don't realize falls cost them every year as much as cancer. The difference is we know how to prevent 50% of falls. And it's just low. And at a certain rate. age, they're almost, they're lethal. I mean, as you get to a certain age. We have know. partnerships where our average age right. is 81. Right. And we're wow. a digital platform. And that's another thing I would say is like, there's this emphasis on ROI and this emphasis on engagement. Mm. And I think those conversations are changing. I think the last couple of years, there's no longer a, should we be building something digitally? It's a, we need to be building digitally. What's the smartest way to do that? No, and I'll give you an example. I mean, my, my grandfather, the, the late, great Charles Bradford, um, he lived to be 96 and was in pretty good health. Um, had a lot of great times with him. You know, I was, I was the grandson that would take him out to get ice cream and do stuff that he wasn't supposed to do. Nice. And especially during the pandemic, you know, we kind of brought the family in and didn't hang around anyone else. I spent a lot of time with him during the pandemic, driving him around mm-hmm. Huntsville, Alabama. But he had a fall. He was in the shower. Um, one day it was hot, wanted to take a shower, didn't want to wait for the aid, had a fall never really recovered from that and that was kind of the spiral you know he was gone within five months of the fall once he was unable to walk again very hard to rehabilitate a 96 year old when you've been in the hospital Mm -hmm. bed for three months you're probably not going to get that person to walk again and his desire to live just you know i think elderly people can kind of hit the off switch if they want to his desire to live you know he just would never walk again and and he left us now he left us after 96 years and had a had a phenomenal life but that fall risk, I've known people who in early stage Parkinson's have had falls, uh, had diabetic neuropathy and had falls in their 50s mm-hmm. and, and, and broke a hip. And that's just so impactful. So I think that um, having that type of program is, is really important. What are some of the keynotes, Jen, that we're getting into here at this Rise uh, this year in Colorado Springs for Rise National? What are some of the, the keynote speakers? Who's Because who's, I'm going to be here interviewing people. I kind of have my own radio row set up, so I'm not going to make a lot of the the sessions but who's speaking 
Where where do we need to go find some of these people? I'm sure somebody from CMS is coming in. So OIGs open up hot OIG. tomorrow. Right. I think that everyone should go to that. Yeah, I'll probably really, go to that. There's nothing better than hearing it directly from the source. Right. Yeah. I say, but one of the things, it's the conversation that you and I had back in December that carried over from Star Ratings Masterclass is this proposed rule. Advance notice. Everyone's looking at this and right. saying, trying to read the tea leaves and think, what do I do now? One of the key things, you know, looking around the room for you know, other plans listening, you know, to the show, I'd say find the people with those five-star badges. That's right. But again, you know what the, they're doing. the five-star plans. Some of my plans with 3,000 members. Though. Exactly. So. But some of the five-star plans right now are I don't want to call anybody out, but there's, there's a specific <laughs> plan on the East Coast that I'm thinking about that they always brag about their star rating. I'm like, you guys have have like 900 members. But how do you scale could, that is my question. It's not easy to scale. It's not easy I to mean, scale. I mean, you've been at the plan side. Most people... I used to always say this. The great thing about Medicare Advantage is you don't have to be the biggest to be nope. the best. I think exactly. in every other business, you want to have the largest market share. I'd rather have 20,000 members and be a four and a half star perpetually, have a great network, Heard. great specialties, than have 200,000 members and be an absolute cluster. But I think the CEOs, the the leaders, the board, there's pressure to grow, grow, grow. If you're not oh. growing and you don't have a good network and you are just barely meeting CMS requirements, you're setting yourself up for failure. I rebuke that wholeheartedly. Everyone, I just was in Vegas uh, at the Medicare Marketing and Sales Conference and the right. one thing that I took away from that is retention is the new growth. And I'm hearing yeah, that here that. just point. since I got here, people talking, how do I retain? Because if we, we get it in this cycle where we, it's all about now and growing big and right. fast and how do I do it right now when this is a three-year strategy. The right. benefits that I'm making today, I'm not seeing payment on stars for five years. Right. Risk adjustment is today. Right. Knock on your wrist door, being like, hey, what are we doing here? But how do you align these silos and break down those barriers? So where you're talking to the product folks right now in bid season, it's a good time to be talking you know, about what are we doing? How are we designing benefits that meet not only the members we have now, but the members that we, we might get throughout the year, especially if you're a five-star plan and you're getting that continuous enrollment. So do you think CMS is going to actually go through with the call letter and those changes? Or, or do you think that the, the, the big boys are going to do what they do and, and beg and plead and say that we're not ready for that? No, they can beg you're, and you're plead all they want. You're taking a significant <laughs> chunk out of our, our RAF score. and, nope, and it's not happening. We, we completely restructured for, for 4X. Um, um, cap survey no, and, and no, now no, you're no, moving no, no, that. No. You don't think it's going to nope. happen? You know why? Because we look at the thing what they wrote about universal foundation right. aligning around quality but on top of that you and I both know if everyone's a five-star health plan no one's right. a five-star health plan well, and just, the federal government doesn't have all this I money to spend. I think that brooks Lashore, she just don't play games. Man. She, she don't play she's games. About, <laughs> she, she said from day one when she got in it's going to be about SDOH that it's going to be a new era and everything that she said she has, exactly. has uh, done and, and I, you know I I've made a lot of money for myself, and I can say that because <laughs> I don't work for anybody. I made a lot of money for myself and a lot of health plans over the years mm -hmm. with risk adjustment. And we had pretty strong audit protocols. I'm a yeah. big audit guy. Um, that culture of compliance. The culture of compliance. But I think that second pass audit and really taking a look at some of the strategy for chart chases, I just think it evolves. I think what the expectations are, are different than they were 10 years ago. I don't, I don't know if someone 10 years ago was intentionally juking the stats. I just think we know more now. It's just like high blood pressure is considered to be 130 over 75 now. It used yeah. to be 150. Or 150 or something um, like that. Yeah, and then it was down to 140. It's just we yeah. know that 150, you know, you're not going to die today, yeah. but you can't be walking around at 150 for 15 years. You're going to have problems. So I just think that we constantly evolve. We constantly get better. And, and I agree, and it's easy for me to say I'm not at a pair anymore, but it should be hard. It shouldn't be easy. 
Well, I think too, it's that it's aligning everyone across the ecosystem, not just in MA, but within managed Medicaid, within the ACO reach model, and saying, hey, it's not good enough anymore to check the box. Right. No, I like it. Um, where can, Jen, we know where to find you. To find yeah. Jen on, on in, in, at any conference, particularly in Vegas. Jen likes going to the conferences I in do. Vegas. I do. I like those trap tables. I think that it's possible <laughs> that, that, that she may um, really enjoy playing blackjack or, or, D, or Texas Hold'em. Or, or, any, or seeing Cirque du Soleil or something about <laughs> Vegas. If there's a conference in Vegas, you're definitely be going there. to be there. I'm a San Diego guy. If there's a conference in San Diego, I'm going to be there. You're, um, never with, you're never with me in Vegas. But I'm not. I have my maybe, wife won't let me, my wife won't let me come to Vegas, man. Those, those days are over. I can tell you some stories about being that Spearmint Rhino Ooh. in Vegas back in the day when I was a single man. You know, I can say that because I'm not, uh, not, uh, not represented by anyone. But those were those those days are long gone. No, I'm, I'm good. I got a girlfriend I'm, now. I'm sitting. Pardon? I got a girlfriend now. Oh, I'm being so, good. I'm being good. All right. Well, that's, that's that is. Um, do you do you partake? I do. I partake. No? I, I I would love to have gone to Spearmint Rhino with you it's back fun. in the day. That, it's, that it's would a fun have been, time. That would have been amazing. I, I just I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. But we all know where to find Jen. We all she's all over the map. All where over. where do we find you? You can learn more about Bold at www.hbold.com. All right. You can drop me an email, Amanda at hbold.com. All right. All right. And LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. All right. Thank you so much, ladies. You know, it's always a pleasure. Jen, I'm going to need you to come and do a, a couple of sessions with me tomorrow. We're going to be bet. interviewing probably about 15 people. We're going to ask um, the tough questions. But the, the tough questions, <laughs> the, the uncensored questions. Always a pleasure and very, very nice to, so to meet lovely. you, Amanda. Very, very nice. So and, and I'm looking forward. If you have any cards, we'd love to talk to you about what your organization does. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks All right, so much. Bye. Give me those push-ups. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon. Lewis. Five seconds left on the clock. I don't think AM is watching the clock. Has to shoot a long three. Oh! Made it! He pulled up from Gehenna at the, at the end of the shot clock. Messiah Thompson. Oh my! Oh my! That might have been the dagger. That might have been the dagger. That is definitely the dagger. That might have been the dagger. I don't know if he made that on skill or luck, but the shot clock was winding down. AM didn't realize, and Messiah Thompson had to pull up and shoot that. And he cashed it out again. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is James Lewis, host of the Lance J Radio Network HealthCast series. When I was a quality executive, I spent many years working with Episource on chart retrieval, coding, and their analytics platform. This is the time of year where health plans are focused on their final push for risk adjustment to close out 2021 dates of service. Identify HCC gaps. Stratify at both the member and provider level with Episource analysts. Episource combines intelligent technology and a team with many years of subject matter expertise. For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. Again. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. No! Pizza, pizza! We're ready! Enjoy game day with a fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 old world pepperonis. Pizza, pizza. 
I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing their thing, out of town doing their thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network.